Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. My good buddy Ross Tucker of Sirius XM <laughs> NFL Radio. Why got, are you man? laughing? I, I've known Ross from the beginning of his broadcasting career. Is that right? Which now includes Sirius XM NFL Radio. Mm-hmm. It included doing Jets and Falcons on Westwood One yesterday okay. afternoon. And apparently it includes pushing the ball cannon on us as well. Ah. So we'll discuss all of those yeah. things with Ross right now. What's going on, man? How are you? I'm doing great. How are you guys doing? Doing well. So Brian does not does not believe uh, my story that we're at least no, remotely I do. friends. I'm not di- uh, disputing that, no. But you have a lot of buddies. No, he, I, I, I think Brian believes you. Brian, yeah. you do a good job on college football, by the way. I enjoy it. Thank you, man. I appreciate that. Now he's my buddy. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Let's start with the game that you saw in person yesterday, Ross. I know the Falcons won. I know the weather was just terrible. Um, But still, big picture, what's wrong with them? And can they figure it out in time, you know, to get back to being the Falcons in the second half of the season? So funny because at the start of the game, you know, both teams have three wins. And you're surprised that both teams have three wins for very different reasons, you know. I don't think anybody thought that the Jets would have three wins all year, let alone three wins at this point. And the Jets are like a legit competitive group, man. I mean, the the Jets, they easily could have won that game yesterday. They blew a couple field goals. I'm like amazed. I was talking with Josh McCown in the field before the game, and he likes the offense. He likes what they're doing. And their receivers, Robbie Anderson and Jermaine Kearse, Safarian Jenkins, it's kind of amazing what they've done curly. You know, everybody was criticizing McCagney. I thought the Jets would be terrible, but they got a pretty solid squad. As for the Falcons, you know, the issues yesterday, I think that they showed that they're they're on their way because they moved the ball pretty well despite the weather. You know, they had four fumbled quarterback center exchanges. Two of them they lost in their own territory in the first half. One of them cost them a two-point penalty, you know, two-point play. Uh, other than that, their biggest issue remains the red zone and and turnovers. But I think that they got better in both those areas. And everybody wants to point to one thing, you know, and the offensive coordinator and Sarkeesian. But sometimes, you know, it, it's just a matter of a tip ball here or Matt Ryan not playing quite as well. I, I think they also are hurt a little bit the right guard spot where Chris Chester retired. But sometimes, I mean, look, guys, they had a record-setting offense last year. You know, you're not – how often do you have a record-setting offense and then next year you're better than that? Or even as good, it's hard. I mean, it's just hard, especially when you lose your coordinator. There's going to be something lost in translation there. True. And, and Ross, uh, you just hit on something in your, in, with, with your uh, relaying the conversation you had with McCown because I said at the beginning of the season I spoke to someone – close to Todd Bowles, and he said he liked this football team. And, yeah, everyone was saying you don't really have a sexy roster to speak of, but he liked the pieces, and he felt like they could go out and win at least, you know, eight or nine ball games. I don't know if they get that to that number, but it seems like uh, these guys like being around each other, even though they're sitting there with just three wins. 
it's it's amazing. It really is. I thought they'd be terrible. I think like a lot of people, we thought they'd win maybe a game, maybe two. Uh, but they're three and five. But their last three losses, they've had the lead in the fourth quarter. I mean, they've been right there in the second half of these games. Now, the one question I guess I would have is I wonder where that leaves them after the year. I mean, Josh mm-hmm. McCown's not going to play forever. I guess where it leaves them is they don't fire Bowles because he showed that he can make, you know, get some wins and and make chicken salad out of chicken you-know-what. Mm-hmm. So I guess where it leaves them is they keep Bowles. question is, what do they do with the quarterback position? But you know what? Maybe there will be answers, whether it's the draft or Jimmy Garoppolo or Kirk Cousins. We'll see down the line. But it's so funny, too, because so much of life is expectations. You know, I mean, Falcons' expectations sky high, so they're disappointing, and the Jets' expectations so low. That's why if you're a coach – at any level, you're really smart to try to keep the expectations down. Ross Tucker of Sirius XM NFL Radio with us here on Geo and Jones on CBS Sports Radio. Uh, let's stay, I guess, uh, in the AFC East alongside the Jets right now. The Bills, another win yesterday. Uh, more takeaways on defense, shutting down the Raider attack that lit up the Chiefs the week before. Uh, I still have some reservations about Tyrod Taylor as the quarterback, but um, at least in Buffalo, they, they seem legit, don't they, Ross? They really do. It, it's amazing, too, when you think about that. Because a lot of people, sort similar to the Jets, a lot of people thought that the Bills were kind of playing for the future. You know, with some of their trades, moving on from a guy like Sammy Watkins, moving on from Ronald Darby. I think people looked at it and thought, man, the Bills, they're, they're getting draft picks. They're, they're looking to the future. And even the Marcel Darius trade over the weekend. Mm-hmm. I mean, they've gotten rid of some of their most well-known players of the last few years, they don't really care. You know, I think McDermott is adopting the perfect mindset. Their head coach for Buffalo, where I played for a number of years, which is that blue-collar mindset. And they're another one that has totally exceeded expectations. Because I think people thought they'd be maybe around 500. And then when they made the trades they did, getting rid of Sammy Watkins and Darby and and getting future picks, I think people thought, oh, boy, here we go. But they've played extremely well on the defensive side of the ball. They've won the turnover battle. And now a couple games in a row, they've gotten Shady McCoy going. I've always been a Tyrod Taylor fan. I, mean, I remember last week I was speaking with Greg Roman a couple weeks ago, I guess, you know, the Ravens coach who had been the Bills coordinator. He really thinks that Tyrod Taylor is a playoff-caliber quarterback you know, if the defense played better, which they did not under Rex Ryan, but they are under Sean McDermott. Yeah, it's amazing how well they are playing. Now, you, you mentioned expectations. Uh, the Raiders, there are a lot of high expectations for that football team coming into the season. Of course, you lose Carr for a couple of games, or maybe it was just one game he was out. Uh, but they have, are, are free-falling. Can you put your, your finger on what's happening with this football team? Well, we knew defensively it might still be a struggle for them. They really hadn't done anything to improve, you know, uh, most of that defense, especially the linebackers. Now, they got Navarro Bowman more recently. I think he's helped a little bit. The, the issue there has been the drop-off offensively. I mean, the second week of the year against the Jets, they looked good. Uh, certainly that Thursday night game against the Chiefs, they looked good offensively. But other than that, They've struggled. The offensive line's not playing as well as it did last year. 
They don't run it as well. But the big issue to me there, why would you move on from your coordinator, Bill Musgrave? Mm -hmm. I mean, they had one of the best offenses in the league last year. They move on from Musgrave because they think, you know what? I I don't know what their logic was, but they thought the quarterback coach, Todd Downing, could do as good of a job, if not better. He clearly hasn't. And to me, you know, don't try to fix what isn't broken. And why open yourself up to such criticism by making that move when your offense already been so good? I mean, almost like the Falcons, the only place the Raiders could really go was down. And now because they've done it, there's a lot of heat on downing, and rightfully so. It should be on Del Rio for letting that happen. Um, let me ask, I guess, both of you guys this question, because like, going back to the Raiders' defense, I saw a stat yesterday. They've gone nine quarters now without a takeaway, eight games yeah. without a pick. Is that personnel? Is that scheme? Is that coaching? Is it all of those things? How does that, how does that that's, happen? That's being unlucky, I, I guess. And, and, and Ross, I, I know we practice stripping the football, and a lot of teams do that. That's part of the individual drills. Make sure you go after the football, but you would hope your secondary could, would come with some, some picks, and they've got some first-rounders back there, and they haven't been able to do it. Well, and what's surprising about that is when you have Khalil Mack especially, you'd think that guy would generate – you know, the turnovers just on mm-hmm. his own. Yeah. You know, just, just the strip sacks or hitting a quarterback while he's throwing it. They don't get enough of an interior rush to compliment him. And Bruce Irvin has been very disappointing so far this year. He's supposed to be the guy on the other side, the answer on the other side, and he really has not been. Ross Tucker of Sirius XM NFL Radio is with us here on Gio and Jones on this Monday morning on CBS Sports Radio. Uh, just going around the league, I guess, and who do you believe in, who do you don't? Right. Uh, how about the Steelers after another win in Detroit last night? You know, I thought they were outplayed. You know, for most of that game, I thought Matthew Stafford tore them up. You know, the one reason why I feel like, and I've been telling people, I feel like this is the Steelers' year, is that, you know, the defense is finally caught up with the offense with the three Bs of Ben, Antonio Brown, and Le'Veon Bell, and now they got this Juju Smith-Schuster making plays like he did last night, which was huge. And the defense for the Steelers have been awesome. But last night, Matthew Stafford tore him up. 423 yards passing. They just couldn't get it done down near the goal line. I mean, that, that game should have been the Lions, and that's one that if they get to – eight and eight and don't make the playoffs they'll look back on and regret because they had so many opportunities so i guess the negative for the Steelers is that they got tore up the positive is that they were able to stiffen in the red zone which is where so many of these games are won and lost now but this really should be their year guys i mean you look you know there's some good teams in the nfc but i don't think you know without aaron Rodgers, there's not a team that you point to and say wow they're going to be tough to beat and then the afc the Patriots aren't quite what they've been. It feels like this is the best chance for the Steelers to get back to the Super Bowl with the way their defense is playing in quite some time. And now they got to that point, and I don't know that they're playing well enough offensively or that Ben is playing at a high enough level yeah. that they'll be able to get there. Well, I'm going to stay on the negative side of the ledger. And let's talk about Tampa Bay. Dirk Cutter, of course, he takes over as the head coach. And this team is doing nothing. Uh, Jameis Winston has not progressed, uh, former number one overall pick. And, and, and so what do you see happening there? Uh, are the days numbered for, for Cutter? Probably, because when you have hard knocks, you know, there's a reason usually why the franchise does that. 
and that's because they really want to generate some interest in the team, and they really feel good about the team and, and the direction of the team. Having a young quarterback like Jameis Winston, where he's going as a player, where they thought he was going as a player, they bring in Deshaun Jackson. You know, I think that the Bucks really felt like they were going to make waves this year, and that's part of the reason why they wanted the, the spotlight of Hard Knocks to be on them. But when you put the spotlight on you and it, it shows something bad, then sometimes you gotta, you got to clean out the bad thing that the spotlight showed, and it might end up being Dirk Cutter because at 2-5, and five, especially in that division, I mean, they're 2-5 and five and yeah. they're looking way up at everybody else in the division. I mean, they're in the basement, and they're in the basement by a lot. It doesn't really bode well for Cutter because they made the move to get rid of Lovey Smith for Cutter, and they're not showing progress. And what's especially damning is they're not showing progress on his side of the ball All often. Right. Ross, I heard uh, T.Y. Hilton's name. Eric Ebron was pouting on the bench last night for the Lions, and maybe his days are numbered. Do you foresee anybody of any real significance getting traded before tomorrow's deadline? Ebron would not surprise me. The T.Y. Hilton one would surprise me a little bit, although anytime there's a new GM like Ballard in there, you never really know they want their own guys. But that that would still – T.Y. Hilton would surprise me because without him it's like what do the Colts have? Yeah. You know that you really are scared of defensively when you're when you're game planning for them. The Ebron one, I I, I really think he needs a, a fresh start somewhere else. I have to look at his contract, but I, I think there's probably a lot of sides motivated for that to happen. What about Martavis Bryant, uh, Juju Smith-Schuster, uh, 97 yard uh, gallop yesterday after the catch, uh, and and so uh, clearly he he's going to be a mainstay in that offense, and the days for Brian, especially with his uh, whining and complaining, uh, are, are numbered. That's a tough one because I think it would make sense for the Steelers to consider moving him. I just don't know that there's a big market for a guy that's uh, a yet another positive drug test away from being done for the year, plus mm-hmm. – the way he's handled, you know, this season so far with social media and skipping a meeting and all, all those things, other teams don't want that. Other teams don't want to get, you know, trade for your problems. Plus, the Steelers have a long history of not, you know, kowtowing or bowing in, giving in to the demands of players, whether it's guys that hold out, you know, and want more money or a guy in Martavis Bryant's case, that clearly wants a trade, that's not really the Steelers' deal. They, I don't think they want to set the precedent, right or wrong, that, okay, you know, if you if you act like that, we'll trade you. You'll get what you want. We'll send you somewhere else. Ross, as always, oh, I got to mention, ballcannon.com. What in the world are we doing there? It's, it's awesome. It's like a jug machine, mm-hmm. except it's something you can have at your house, your driveway for your kids. And it's actually made my hometown, which is how I know the guy that invented it. And, I, dude, I almost had tears in my eyes. I'm at the Jets game. It's only been around for a year. I'm at the Jets game yesterday. And in the third quarter, I think it was third quarter, I, I posted a picture of it on my social media. The Jets have a couple ball cannons. They bring them out, and guys are catching passes off the ball cannon, like during a commercial break. So that just goes to show you it's legit. It's the real deal. And – 
you know, November's almost here, so make sure you get the coolest <laughs> gifts your kid will ever get in their life. I guarantee it. com. Now, here's the thing, Ross. Um, Brian, at times, can be mean to us. Uh, he has thrown staplers. Uh, he has a bat he likes to uh, intimidate, with, intimidate us with. Could the ball cannon inflict actual bodily harm if Brian was to turn it directly on one of us? Well, it, it only shoots it only shoots Nerf balls. Oh, right? good. Oh. So, um, oh, that's it. I would say unlikely unless you crank that bad boy all the way up, <laughs> and there's probably two places on the human body where it would really, really, really hurt. <laughs> all right, so we'll still keep it away from Brian. Would everybody else go by one? So it's still a ball. possibility for me. Okay, yeah. great. In all sincerity, though, just check out the video of Ball Cannon. The, the thing is awesome. It really, I'm like, I bought one for my nephew last year for Christmas, and he loves it. He plays with it every day. The thing's awesome. Cool. Ross, you're the best. Thanks, good man. talking to you, man. We'll be good. We'll talk to you soon. All right, see you guys. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.